0: You're listening to the Weekly Sermon Podcast from Liberty Family Church. For more information about our church, head to the website, libertyfamilychurch.net.au.
1: Well, today we are going to take a little bit of a, what's the word? A, a, a An interlude, that's the right word, that's the word I'm looking for. An interlude from our God's story journey to actually enjoy a connect group experience together. Now when it comes to growing deeper in Christian faith and community, connect groups are really where it's at. It's, it's no wonder actually that Jesus kind of gathered together with 12 other close people and did life with them, eating and going around and chatting and doing all sorts of stuff it's it's a it's a pretty pretty um clear pointer from our savior and lord jesus that small groups are a really important thing and at liberty we don't want to just be a kind of church that has connect groups we want to be a church of connect groups a church where every single one of us every single person here every single person listening online is actively involved in a connect group. Why? Why is that? Because connect groups provide opportunities for us to get together and build meaningful, deep relationships with each other and God between Sundays, between Sundays. You know, as good as it is to to meet like this and to hang around after the service if we don't have young kids about to go crazy because they're so exhausted, dragging us out the door, As good as it is to to meet together and have a cuppa after the service, I'm sure you're with me when I say that we can only go so far with people if all we ever do is interact with them on a Sunday, yeah? Would that be right? You know, connect groups are the kind of smaller communities where we have the opportunity to develop genuine, deep, and supportive relationships with other people and where we also get the opportunity to sow into the lives of others too where we can support and encourage others in their walk with god and the receive support as well connect groups are the kind of environment where people of all ages backgrounds and even religious beliefs can experience and enjoy community hospitality and a sense of belonging you know if you're with us today and you you're maybe seeking spiritual truth or even an atheist i'm sure you'd agree with me that a core need of all human beings is to feel a sense of connection human connection with other people and all of us benefit from ongoing reciprocal relationships with quality people don't we very few people would disagree with that i'm sure And these are, these positive, genuine relationships are the kinds of relationships that are fostered between members of connect groups. Connect groups are places where we can be real, where we can be vulnerable with other people uh, about the things that we're going through, the things that we're journeying through in life. And the thing that I love about connect groups is that they're a whole lot of fun, like so much fun. We come together, our group, we come together, we enjoy laughs, we have food, we have deep great conversations and we're in this environment where we're free to actually express ourselves and not express ourselves with the mask on, saying the kind of things that maybe we think people want to hear or that we should say as Christians or whatever kind of things like that. No, the kind of place where we're free to actually express ourselves and our struggles and our doubts with people who aren't gonna judge us, with people who genuinely care about us. Connect groups are places where we share what's really going on in our lives, encouraging and supporting each other through the good times and also through the not so good times, through the hard times, and all the while developing and growing deeper and deeper in faith as we learn from one another. Another great thing about connect groups is that we learn to serve God alongside others too. Who in a connect group has ever done something like a backyard blitz or something like that? Absolutely, We've, we have in our connect group. It's, it's so good when we, we can identify needs that we know of that might be exist in our own community or we might hear about through a local primary school or we might hear about through our auntie's auntie's cousin But we know you know what we can actually make a difference there maybe our connect group could go and meet a need and shine jesus love into that situation and in connect groups we grow relationally and spiritually also through reading and exploring the bible together another thing we we spend time in connect groups investing in prayer sharing needs and praying for one another joining together and approaching our Father in heaven, inviting him to have his way and move in power in our lives. And that's a very quick snapshot, but all of these are just some of the reasons why we value Connect Groups here at Liberty so highly. And that's why we'd love to see every single one of you actively linked in with a Connect Group. Now, you've noticed there it says Connect Groups Experience That might be freaking some of you out. Or it's actually a really good thing, so stick with me. But now, this morning in in our experience, we're obviously not going to be able to replicate fully what life is like with a connect group because who knows with with relationships, it takes time to build up rapport and, and trust and all those kind of things that are essential, essential elements of group work. We're not going to serve God missionally together to go and meet a community need and we're not going to be able to fully replicate the hospitality side of things in our time this morning, but but you may have noticed when you sat down this morning that our chairs are a bit weird, something's going on there, what am I coming into? <laughs> well, guess what? We're already sitting in connect group size groups. Oh, How'd that happen? Amazing. <laughs> And some of our Connect Group groups might have to go and shift and meet with another Connect Group group, but safe to say we're in smaller groups already. And so I want to encourage you to stick with your group that you're in right now. Now, here's our hospitality part. To help us relax and just settle in to what we're going to experience together today, we're actually going to go group by group down to the cafe, and we're gonna get ourselves a cup of tea or coffee, if you would like it, uh, only instant for now, sorry, no barista on duty yet, as well as a biscuit. We've got some biscuit, we're gonna save some delicious cake for after the service, but we've got some biscuits, okay? So we, we, we need to do this as quickly and as orderly as possible, but if you wanna go and get yourself a hot drink and a biscuit, that would be wonderful, but before we do that, or you can go Michael that's all right before we Michael can lead the way and I'll pray and then we can go okay so we we'll, I just would love to invite God to just really just really minister to our hearts and move as we have this experience together of connect groups so let's just pray let's pray God loving father we thank you that you are all about relationship that is why that is who you are at your very core Father, Son, Holy Spirit, three person as one. And we just thank you, God, that your heart for relationship extends to desire relationship with us and to see your people enjoying relationship with one another. And so, God, we pray today as we have this Connect Group experience together, Lord, we pray that you would really move in our hearts, that you would be drawing us together, that you would be drawing us closer to yourself and that in every way we would be building one another up and encouraging one another in the faith. Moving power in our hearts, God. May we be blessed through what we enjoy together today. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so if you just want to, if anyone wants one, you don't have to have one, but if you want a tea or a coffee, feel free to go and grab one now and grab a biscuit as well. And if you're watching with us online, why don't you put the kettle on again and make yourself another cup of tea or coffee, and then we'll come back in a few minutes and we'll start our experience together. Okay, we'll, we'll get back into it those of you watching online hope you've got your coffee and biscuit now so one one of the best things one of the one of the things that I that we love to do as a connect group regularly is just take a moment every time we gather to stop and reflect on what God's been doing in your life or how you've seen him on the move so we're going to just take some time to do that right now so as you think about your life and faith walk. Choose one of these three questions and then share your thoughts with the group. So, where have you seen God at work in your life? Where has the struggle been? And where has the joy been? So, you don't have to answer everyone. Just focus in on one and take a moment to share with your group and ideally hear from everyone in the group. So don't need to share for five minutes, just a little 30 second minute, whatever, for today. And then we'll take a moment to pray for each other. Sound good? Cool. And if you're watching from home, obviously you can choose to reflect on whatever one of these three questions and, and maybe you want to journal or something like that and just wait on God and hear him speak um, or whatever you want to do, you can do that right now and let's just start sharing
0: in
2: Christ alone of love and righteousness. till he returns or calls me home here in the power of Christ I'll now okay
1: Well, we're going to keep moving, so I hope you guys have had some great conversations and maybe even got a chance to pray for each other too. So, um, you know, in in Connect Groups, as as I said in introing today, there's so many ways that we can grow deeper together. One, an essential element in our Connect Groups is that of Scripture, of digging into God's Word in one way or another together. And in a moment, we're going we're gonna to enjoy something that is produced by The Bible Project, called The Bible Project Reflection. It's a bit of a study, a bit of an experience, and for those of you who mightn't be familiar with The Bible Project, Bible Project exists to provide free studies, videos and resources that help people to experience the Bible as a unified story that leads to Jesus. And their resources have been some of the ones that we've been using in our God's journey, uh, God's story journey so far. So you'll get a taste of what that looks like as you go through this experience together today. So let's just again take a moment to pray and invite Holy Spirit to move in our hearts as we listen to him and reflect and open on the word together. God, we thank you so much. We thank you for your heart to connect with us. We thank you for your heart to reveal great things to our spirits and we just pray right now Holy Spirit that you would move in our hearts as we continue on our experience together on this little moment together and we pray that you would minister powerfully God for for our good so that we might we might grow we might be stretched we might be find a place of peace before you And also, God, in turn, that there would be great fruit even as a result of what you reveal to our hearts today for others as well, Lord. For any gift that's received is not just given to bless the giver, but when it's a gift from you, it's given to bless many people. So, God, would you move in our hearts so that we might be able to move and bless others with your love as well, we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. So we, we enjoyed listening to one of these a while back, quite a while back in our Connect group. And um, I'm sure we'll enjoy engaging with this one today. So just get comfy where you are. It's about a little over 10 minutes. Um, and we'll just tune in and listen to uh, one of their reflections called The Gift of Rest.
3: Do you struggle to make time to rest and remember God? Let's talk about it hey this is sheree at bible project in today's episode we're reflecting on the meaning and importance of rest as we explore sabbath and the ancient festival of jubilee we find principles that are vital for all of us today. Listen in. Hey
4: everyone, this is Tim Mackey at The Bible Project. And for anybody who's tried to read through the Bible, starting with the Old Testament, you know that the book of Leviticus, the third book in the Bible, is one of the toughest to get through, at least for modern readers. It's packed with hundreds of ancient covenant laws that God gave to the people of Israel like over 3,500 years ago. But when we learn how these laws that are very strange to us, when we learn how they're designed and how they explore the main themes of the biblical story, they can become sources of real uh, wisdom for us. Let me show you what I mean. So in Leviticus chapter 25, we get a long set of regulations about the Israelite festival of the Jubilee. And to understand that, we actually need to turn back to Genesis 1 and upload the meaning and importance of God's seventh day rest in the creation story. The seventh day is when creation is brought to completion. And there God rests and rules the world, then through his beloved human images in a world of order and abundance forever and ever. Amen. Now. Humans soon find themselves exiled from Eden and from the seventh day rest. And so God chooses Israel and invites them to experience, every seven days, a small taste of Eden. It's called the Sabbath. The seventh day is when nobody works, whether they're rich or poor, whether they're animal or human. Everybody stops and has this meal to celebrate and to honor the God of creation who provides us with everything that we need. So the seventh day is like a forced stop. It forces us to remember that, yes, our work is important in providing for ourselves and the people around us, but it also reminds us that our ultimate survival and well-being don't depend on our labor, but rather ultimately on God's provision of life and breath and strength and stability. So Israel is to practice the Sabbath every seven days, but there's more. In Leviticus chapter 25, we learn that every seven years all debts were to be canceled. Just stop and think about that for a second. And in addition to that, anyone who had gone into slavery because of debt, that was a really common practice in the ancient Near East, they were to be set free too. It's like a supercharged Sabbath rest. And there's still more. Included in that seven-year Super Sabbath, there is rest for the land. The Israelites were not supposed to plant any new crops in the seventh year. Instead, they are to leave these fields to grow whatever they happen to produce, and that's what they get to eat in the seventh year. Now, if that sounds like the Garden of Eden to you, you are right. That's the whole point. This seven-year Sabbath is a dramatic replay of life in the garden. It's living off what God naturally provides through the land's own potential without any human intervention. And if you're an ancient farmer who survives off of the land, this is probably not beautiful and inspiring. It sounds ridiculous and it's about to get more intense because every seven times seven years in Leviticus chapter 25, that is in the 49th year, you celebrate first the 7th seven-year rest for one year and then once it turns to the 50th year you do another year of rest for a second year. So for two years you let the land just sit there growing like an uncultivated garden. It's the super supercharged Sabbath for the land. So why would God tell them to leave the land to be productive on its own terms for so long? And of course it's on purpose. Humans have this way of working really hard to accomplish things. And over time, because it requires so much effort and creativity, we begin to slowly think that the results all come from our effort. We begin to think that we are responsible for our own survival and and well-being. And in one sense, yes, that's true, Uh, we're all called to take up responsibility and provide for ourselves and for other people, but in another sense, we are not ultimately responsible for our own survival. I'm not even responsible for my own existence. I didn't bring about my own birth. I didn't provide myself with a home to grow up in, or the food that I was raised on. I didn't even provide my own education. I received all of these things from others, and through them, ultimately, from God. And so anything of value that I create in this world is made from borrowed energy and opportunity that I was given as a gift. And so the Jubilee and the Sabbath principles are about reminding us that while humans are the image of God, we are not God. And every breath that we take, every bite of food that we intake, and every bit of value we create in the world is actually the gift of God. And it's when we forget that everything is a gift that we didn't create, that's when we start to think of ourselves and other people in really distorted in destructive ways. And so this is surely why, much later in the Bible, Jesus invited people who are weary and burdened to come to him so they can find rest. So for a follower of Jesus, all of the effort it takes to follow him and to just live as a human ultimately needs to be rooted in the gift of Jesus himself. Jesus is the ultimate gift of jubilee rest that transforms how we think about all of our work and effort. So there's so much more to say about the year of Jubilee, but that's enough for the moment. Let's just stop and ask ourselves, what kind of mindset do I have right now about my work and responsibilities in the week that that lay ahead? Uh, Do my actions and my motives tell a story about how everything that I have, including my work, is a gift from God? Uh, Or maybe you're out of work, or you wish you had a different kind of work to do. I wonder what just a day, a week, of stopping and celebrating life's basic things as a gift from God, I wonder what that could do for our hearts and for our minds. What if we really lived and worked from a place of rest, trusting that all of it is a gift of God? That's what the Sabbath and the Jubilee are all about. And so let's ponder and pray about these things as we go into the week ahead.
0: Leviticus 25, 1-12, and 18-23. The Lord said to Moses at Mount Sinai, Speak to the Israelites and say to them, When you enter the land I am going to give you, the land itself must observe a Sabbath to the Lord. For six years sow your fields, and for six years prune your vineyards and gather their crops. But in the seventh year, the land is to have a year of Sabbath rest, a rest to the Lord. Do not sow your fields or prune your vineyards, Do not reap what grows of itself or harvest the grapes of your untended vines. The land is to have a year of rest. Whatever the land yields during the Sabbath year will be food for you, for yourself, your male and your female servants, and the hired worker and temporary resident who lives among you, as well as for your livestock and the wild animals in your land. Whatever the land produces may be eaten. Count off seven Sabbath years, seven times seven years, so that when the seven Sabbath years amount to a period of 49 years, then have the trumpet sounded everywhere on the 10th day of the seventh month. On the day of atonement, sound the trumpet throughout your land. Consecrate the 50th year and proclaim liberty throughout the land to all its inhabitants. It shall be a Jubilee for you. Each of you is to return to your family property and to your own clan. The 50th year shall be a Jubilee for you. Do not sow and do not reap what grows of itself or harvest the untended vines, for it is a jubilee and it is to be holy for you. Eat only what is taken directly from the fields. Follow my decrees and be careful to obey my laws, and you will live safely in the land. Then the land will yield its fruit, and you will eat your fill and live there in safety. You may ask, well what will we eat in the seventh year if we do not plant or harvest our crops? I will send you such a blessing in the sixth year that the land will yield enough for three years. While you plant during the eighth year, you will eat from the old crop and will continue to eat from it until the harvest of the ninth year comes in. The land must not be sold permanently because the land is mine and you reside in my land as foreigners and strangers. Leviticus 25, 1-12 and 18-23
3: Okay, now let's review. The ancient practices of sabbath and jubilee remind us that we are dependent on god for everything all that we do and everything that we have is a gift from god when we forget this our relationships and even our environment can burn out under the pressure so god calls his people to rest and remember that his provision is more than enough for our reflection time today i invite you to rest a moment i have three prompts for you Listen closely and feel free to pause if you'd like more time. Let's start by taking some deep breaths, remembering that every breath we take is a gift from God. When you inhale and exhale, reflect on God and your reliance on Him. Okay. Now let's invite God into an aspect of life that feels tired and worn down. Tell him one thing that's weighing on you and ask him for what you need. Okay, now let's end by reflecting on some of the gifts God has already given to meet your needs. What are some of the reasons you are thankful to him today? so glad you joined us for today's reflection if you'd like to go deeper visit bibleproject.com study there you'll find all the other reflection questions that go along with today's message in closing let's pray jesus you call us to come to you to learn that you are gentle not a slave driver and that you're humble never too proud to share you are a generous giver and a faithful provider in you we find true rest but apart from you we're exhausted Lord we admit we often forget to come to you to receive your gift of rest please forgive us and remind us again this week just how trustworthy you really are to give rest to those who rely on you amen all right today's message was by Tim Mackey today's show production and scripture reading was by
1: fantastic Who enjoyed that all right so now what we're going to do in the groups that we've got we're just going to set aside a short amount of time to just reflect together on the topic of rest and dig into a few scriptures together so we won't get through all of this today but just take a moment to dig into this and if you're watching online and you're wanting this handout you can get it online just head to libertyfamilychurch.net.au Ford slash Sundays, you'll see the connect group experience little image there. If you click on that, that'll download to your device. So yeah, we're going to set aside 10 minutes and then we'll um, regroup in a moment. Enjoy the conversation. Well, how would you find that? It was good, bit of fun. I know we didn't get through it all, but you can go and do it in your own time. Well, I said earlier that I said earlier that every, that our heart is for every single one of you, well, all of us, to be involved in a connect group, and that's that's my heart. That's the heart of the leadership team here. But more than that, that's God's heart too. God would long to see all of us in regular community and so if you're here today if you're watching online and you're not a part of a regular connect group can I encourage you choose to join one today for those of us here there's a sign-up sheet just in the foyer all you need to do is put down your name and I'll get in touch with you. We're also looking to launch some further Connect Groups, some other options for people in the months ahead. So if you're interested in even facilitating a group, you can tick the little box, I'm interested in becoming a Connect Group facilitator, and I'll get in touch with you as well. And in terms of facilitation, don't hear that word and then think far out, that's not me, that's way too hard. It's actually really not hard at all. In terms of facilitation, it's pretty much a willingness to serve others and you don't even need to host something in your own home. You can host a connect group here at Liberty, you could host a connect group in a local cafe, at Four Pillars, at a pub, you could host them anywhere, it doesn't matter, or even in someone else's home. We could talk more over coffee sometimes, so tick tick a box and I'll get in touch with you. And if you're online, feel free to shoot us a a form through the contact or even just give us a call tomorrow and we'll have a chat. Well, it's been great to enjoy this Connect Group experience together. And so we're just going to wrap up our service right now.